I'm Dr. Heather Moore. I am Total Performance Physical Therapy, and tonight we are going to go over the top three exercises for shin splints. So, shin splints. Um, shin splints are kind of like sciatica in terms of they're a garbage can term for a lot of things. Now, um, what I mean by that is, yes, you, you do have shin splints, you can have shin splints, you can have shin splints by themselves, but a lot of times shin splints are a warning sign that there's a lot of other things going on, okay? So for those of you who don't know what shin splints are, it's just pain in the front of your shin, all right? And if you run your finger up and down your shin, it's not, doesn't feel real good, you might get some bumps, um, that's generally a shin splint. You'll feel it when you run right in the front of your shin, right in the front of your shin. Pain in the back of your leg, pain in your knee, pain in your ankle, pain in your foot, that is not shin splints, all right? So I know people come in and be like, oh yeah, I have pain in my shin, and, and then it's in my calf, and it's all shin splints. It's not all shin splints, okay? So that's kind of the first thing that I want to say. It's not the first exercise. Be aware that shin splints is a muscle imbalance. There's something going on in your leg. Usually your gastroc is not as strong, or I mean your gastroc is too strong, the front of your leg is not strong enough usually doesn't stop there, all right? So if you have pain in your calf when you're running and you have sh shin splints, um, that's two separate issues. That is not a calf that's causing the shin splints. It is a calf issue and it is a shin splint issue. In order to solve shin splints, you usually have to get pretty involved. So if you're being treated for shin splints right now and all anybody's doing is working on your shin, they're gonna come back. 99% of the time, I will promise you they are going to come back because it, the entire lower extremity, the entire leg needs to be addressed when we're looking at shin splints. Footwear needs to be looked at. Why are you getting shin splints? Running pattern needs to be looked at. How is your heel striking the ground? Is it striking the ground? Is your toe striking in the ground? And then we need to worry about the actual leg. Is there a hip issue? Is there a knee issue? And I don't mean you're just gonna have pain in your hip or pain in your knee. I just mean there's going to be weakness there. There's going to be some issues there. There's gonna be trigger points that we need to look at and we need to figure out. So, one of the biggest exercises that you can do for shin splints is just stretch the front of your shin. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna take this and you're gonna do this without your shoe on. I realize I'm gonna demonstrate with my shoe on but you want to do it without your shoe on. So this is just, if you have that pain in the front of your shin, what you're going to start by doing is actually stretching the front of your shin. Now, what you're going to do is you're just going to, again, take your shoe off. I know I'm demonstrating with my shoe on. Please don't comment that I'm demonstrating with my shoe on. I know I am. And you're going to curl your toes under and you're going to stretch the front of your foot. Okay? So some of you are going to have to get pretty deep in order to feel a stretch through the front of your foot curling your toes under, okay? Now, some of you might just curl your toes under and automatically feel a stretch through your toes and through the top of your foot. You may not feel a stretch in your shin, that's okay. That's where you stop, all right? So don't go any further, all right? Don't try and get to your shin. If you feel a stretch when your toes are curled under, all right, and you're stretching the front of your foot, that's where you stop the stretch. You do not continue on and you do not try to contort yourself to feel it in the shin. As those muscles in the bottom loosen up, you will start to feel a stretch in your shin, okay? So just know that you want to make sure that wherever you feel a stretch first, that's where you stop. 
Do not push hard. It should not be painful. Stretches should never be painful. They should only be a nice, gentle stretch. Now, the second thing I'm going to show you is actually for um, strengthening the front of the shin. So you might not be able to do this right away, especially if your shin splints are really painful. If you have really painful shin splints, you definitely do not want to be treating them at home because there's, I can 100% guarantee you there's an underlying issue there that is not occurring in your shin. So if you can't do this exercise at home, that's a really big sign that you need to get in and see someone. This can progress to something far more serious, but it also means that there's more going on in that leg. So well, what started out as shin splints can then become IT band tendonitis. It can become a hamstring strain. How many people have shin splints and suffer from hamstring problems? A ton. Is there a direct correlation? Yes. Are we going to go through that tonight? No. But yes, there's a direct correlation. How many of you find your hamstrings uh, always tight or always in pain? And you also have shin splints. Yes, there is a direct correlation. But one of the things you're going to do to strengthen your shin is you're just going to tap your toe. You can do it standing, you can do it sitting, but you want to tap your toe, you want to keep your heel on the ground, and you're going to tap your toe. You're going to do this three times for one minute, and it's going to burn, okay? So you need to start to strengthen the front of that shin. Now, if it becomes painful, you want to stop. There's that fine line between feel the burn and pain. You don't want it to be painful. But this is going to be really challenging for most people because your shins are not that strong. Is that weird? Yes. If you, especially if you are a distance runner, like a, you're ready to run 10 miles or 13.1 or 26.2 or ultra, and you can't do this for you know three minutes without your shin tiring out, that's kind of a red flag. Final exercise we're going to do for shin splints actually has nothing to do with the shin. It's more about how your foot is controlling uh, the way it hits the ground. So a lot of times with shin splints, you're gonna, if you were to have, if you were to record yourself or to have somebody record you while you're running, you're gonna get a lot of slapping, okay? Your foot's gonna come down and it's gonna be slapping a lot of times. A lot of times you're gonna hit a heel strike. Um, there's gonna be different things. This is really like an hour long um, lecture as opposed to just a few uh, quick tips on Facebook Live. So I'm gonna gloss over a few things, but shin splints are a lot of times due to the impact that you're absorbing. A lot of times people can't control their foot and it slaps the ground or it overpronates. Overpronating means it's going to be a little bit more turned in. Your wear pattern under your shoes will show you if you're an overpronator. Where is that worn down? Um, but what, where that's coming from, that's actually coming from more of your glutes, more of your core. So yes, I'm always on here saying do your planks, do your side planks, do your reverse planks. What you also want to do is you want to do your glute meat exercises. So the first one, well, the, the only one I'm going to show you for shin splints, which is really important, which is going to really begin to help um, start controlling that foot, is you're going to stand, and you can stand on an elevated surface, you can stand on the floor, it doesn't matter. What matters is that this leg, is, it, stays, it, it stays locked. So when I say locked, I don't mean lock it out straight. You want to kind of lock it out straight and then bend it a little bit. You never want to do anything in full extension. That's bad for your joints. So you want to kind of put some super glue in there once you find that spot. And all you're going to do is just, you can lift this leg up. You're going to drop your hip and lift it up. And nice and easy, slowly, as far as you can go. Some of you, this is going to be your range of motion. And that's okay to start out, all right? Don't overdo it. A lot of people try and get more range of motion. 
and they start bending their knee. Now you're doing a semi-lunge, maybe kind of not really hitting the glute medius. All right? The idea is that the standing leg does not move. As you go up and down, you want to try not to touch the ground in between each repetition. You're going to feel that on your standing leg more than you are on the, on the leg going up and down. And again, this is going to help you control that foot so it's not slapping so hard, so it's not, you're not winding up with that shin splint pain. So that is the top three exercises that you can do at home for your shin splints. If you are experiencing shin splint pain, or if you're experiencing shin splints, or if you're experiencing knee pain, and you are doing Broad Street, you are only a few weeks away, mileage is going to ramp up. Get in here now. We will offer a free consultation. If you're having issues, you're not sure what you should be doing, come in now. We'll give you a, 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 um, a free consultation. We'll check it out and we'll see. We'll kind of work with you. Now we have time. In May, we don't have time before Broad Street. Okay? So thanks for listening and have